here for another live event. It's a Facebook uh, podcast. We actually have it on all the different uh, platforms, Meldon Law and Friends. Uh, this is Carrie Meldon. I'm actually a special guest appearing on behalf of my father, Jeffrey Meldon, who started the podcast in 2020 uh, during COVID. And uh, since then, we've been uh, churning out guest after guest. And we have a great guest this afternoon, a gentleman by the name of Lot Bullock. And we're going to have a really cool conversation in a few minutes. Uh, but before we do that, as always, we're going to kind of give you a preview as to what Meldon Law's got coming up in the next uh, week or two. Uh, obviously, if you ever go, if you ever want to know about free tickets or free events that we're throwing, go on our social media. We have a great Facebook page, Meldon Law. We also have a Instagram account in which you can see everything that's going on. And if that doesn't work and you're old school, get on your phone, give us a call. One three five two, three seven three eight thousand, and we'll get you uh, keyed up to all the good stuff that's going on in Gainesville. Uh, we're very proud to be here. Uh, I love the opportunity to get here, and uh, I actually I was about a few, maybe ten minutes late because I was dealing with clients. But as uh, all the audience knows, at Meldon Law, uh, the clients come first, and uh, we don't we don't mess around about that. You know, if uh, our team members don't don't give the uh, clients the experience that they deserve, then uh, I want to make sure that that you know that you guys get it. So if there's ever any questions that you have, you can call me personally, Carrie Meldon at Meldon Law, 352-373-8000. So without further ado, let's get into the upcoming Meldon Law events. I'm reading them off my phone here, and I'm going quick because we're running a little bit late, and I want to make sure we get a uh, lot enough time to talk about uh, what he's going to talk about, which will be some cool things. Uh, so first of all, Saturday, April 22nd, which is next uh, this Saturday, uh, Meldon Law is participating in Tyler Hope's Cajun Crawfish Boil with the benefits going towards the search for a cure to discover effective treatments for dystonia. Tyler Hope has been one of the, the largest charitable organizations in North Central Florida for a few years now. Uh, they do an incredible job. I can tell you these events are always extremely organized. They're a lot of fun. And of course, they're for a great cause. Uh, on Tuesday, April 25th, uh, next Tuesday, Meldon Law will be part of the Fan Fest for the baseball game against UNF, University of North Florida. It starts at 4.30. The game starts at 6. Come on by the Meldon Law tent. It's in front of Gate 1. You spin the wheel, and you'll get some sweet Florida Gators swag. The one thing that's really cool that uh, between the partnership between the Florida Gators and Meldon Law is that we're the only law firm in the country that is allowed to use the Gator logos on our swag. So when we give out the swag, it's, it's actually really good swag. We're focused on making sure that the Gator brand is, is loud and clear. And uh, then the next Saturday after, I guess the Saturday after next, we're having uh, a really cool event, which we're going to talk about in more detail later, uh, later in this interview, and that's the Williston Annual Make and Bacon uh, Festival in Heritage Park out in Williston from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., when you're there, you get to meet our newest star, Lot Bullock, the attorney that we're going to be talking about later today. He is an energetic, uh, great trial lawyer, and we're so happy to have him on board. Uh, he'll be participating as a judge in the bacon dish contest. So we'll talk a little bit more about what that entails and uh, a little bit about Lot Bullock's background with the city of Williston. Uh, as, you, uh, as you probably can uh, tell, it's, it's going to be a lot of bacon out there. So if you're kosher... You may not. Uh, you may want to bring your own food, but it's still worth attending if if uh, 
you want to get, go out there and have some fun. And then uh, finally, the next day, Saturday, April 30th, it's Meldon Law Day at Gator, uh, Gator Softball. The women's softball team is always incredible. Uh, we will be a part of the Fan Fest starting before the game uh, at around 10 a.m. The game starts at noon. Come on by, spin the wheel, and win that Gator swag. So I think I just killed the announcements in about two minutes. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a breath here. Uh, before we go into our interview, I want to let, let all the listeners know uh, if you have any, if you ever ever want to be a guest on the show, give us a call. Uh, ask for our marketing department, Josh Howard, and we'll get you set up. This is a great opportunity. We've had some incredible guests. Uh, I go back and watch the shows all the time. Uh, obviously, Steve Spurrier. We, you know, we've had, uh, you know, Sven Dykerbolton, who ended up building this whole complex in Celebration Point. Uh, we've had uh, Mary Wise, who's an incredible women's uh, uh, Gators coach. And, and unfortunately, I can't list all the names, but there's just been uh, Dr. Oaken, who's the foremost, uh, one of the foremost neurologists in the uh, country that works here at University of Florida. He actually worked with uh, Muhammad Ali uh, before he passed on his neur neurological disorder. So these guests that we have on this show is incredible. I think it really highlights the amount of incredible uh, and I keep saying that word, but that's that's a correct word to use in this in this circumstance. But the amount of outstanding people in North Central Florida, Lake City, Gainesville, Ocala, and the surrounding areas, uh, there's there's just some very unique talent, and we love getting people on here. And it's a fun it's a fun opportunity for us. Uh, we're obviously sitting here in the mecca, uh, Steve Spurrier's podcast room. If you have not been to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, come on out here. We're, we're located in Celebration Point. Uh, Steve Spurrier, Freddie Weeby, and the team do an incredible job of making sure that the food is on point, the drinks are on point, the ambiance is great. You'll, you always have a place to sit because there's so many tables. I'm looking around, and there's got to be you know, probably 50, 60 tables, although they do get full. Uh, I do know that, that their brunches have been very popular, and their dinners get popular too. So we're, uh, we're here in the Mecca of uh, Gator uh, fandom, and we're happy to to be here. So uh, we're going to go to a break and then we'll come back with our guest, Lot Bullock. He's sitting here on my right and uh, we're going to talk some, uh, some fun stuff. Okay. So I appreciate it. We'll uh, be back in uh, a few seconds. Meldon Law has been serving personal injury victims since 1971. In those days, Jeffrey Meldon's presence as an attorney in the music scene dubbed him with the nickname, The Hippie Attorney. And although times have changed, two things haven't. Our commitment to bettering our community by helping the injured. Albert, are you ready to go to the game? And our love for the Florida Gators. If you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you. Well, I'm joining the band, of course. Since Melden Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, I want to help. Dad, we're litigators. Let's stick to helping people in the courtroom. Well, can we still hang out and jam a little bit? At Melden Law, we won't back down. 
Hey, dads and kids, join head coach Billy Napier at the Gainesville All-Pro Dad Experience, Saturday, April 22nd at 9 a.m. at the University of Florida Sanders Practice Facility and Fields. Learn fatherhood tips and participate in activities with your kids while rotating through stations on the field. It's only $25 per family, so register today at allprodad.com slash events. The Gainesville All-Pro Dad Experience is brought to you by the Florida Department of Education, Dairy Council of Florida, and Tyson. I was going down a one-way street and a girl that was driving her car T-boned me on my scooter. I ended up going for an MRI and discovering that I had two herniated discs. Coming to Cary allowed me to not have to worry about what doctor I was gonna see or what physical therapist I had to go to. They say, these are the people we trust. You're gonna have a great experience there. And I honestly did each time. Call Melvin Law. Your consultation is absolutely free. I was driving behind a lady, and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road, and when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had two herniated discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Melton fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something. Call Melton Law right now. I was in an accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Belden because you're going to need help, and they will help you. Call Melden Law right now. Hey, Sammy, look who's there. Say hi. Hey. <gasps> you again. Melvin Law, Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! Somebody else hit us. Yeah, yeah. Here we go again. We're back here at Meldon Law and Friends. We got a good friend here today and a coworker, a team member, uh, recently joined uh, the Meldon Law team, Lot Bullock. Welcome to the squad here. Thank you, thank you. Happy uh, to be here. All right. Well, <laughs> Lot is a, a really interesting fellow. He's a, a talented trial lawyer. Uh, I'm proud to say he's not scared to fight for uh, our clients. And, and honestly, uh, I can tell you right now, based upon uh, what his reputation is in the community, he's been a great addition to the Meldon Law and Friends, and we uh, hope to have uh, you know him win some cases uh, in the near future. I think I, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> I know it's going to happen. So, uh, without further ado, we want to get into a, a few. Uh, let's get into a few basic questions first. Uh, Lot, why don't you just introduce yourself to the audience out there? Tell tell them a little bit about yourself, how you became a lawyer, and what brought you to where you are today. Kind of a funny story. I never really thought I'd be a lawyer, so. Uh, from Williston, been there forever. Family's been there for generations. Uh, I think my little cousins are seventh generation right there in that community. Mm-hmm. Puts me at sixth. Uh, you know, don't have kids yet, so you know, we're still <laughs> lingering at six here. Um, you know, went to school there. Uh, went to high school there. Went to ABAC for a year up in Georgia Ag College. Okay. Always kind of thought we'd be, uh, I always thought I'd do an ag job. I always thought I'd be a farmer or something close to that, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, didn't really like it up there as a community college. Not, at the time it was community college. It basically was kind of a suitcase college. Everybody went home on the weekends, this or that. I hear they've mm-hmm. done a lot more since then. I think it's, you know, I have lots of friends who enjoyed it up there, but I just wanted to be back home, right? Right. Came back to Santa Fe for a year. After that, got my undergrad at UF, Food and Resource Economics. It's basically replaced ag business, right, or ag economics. Were you an AGR uh, fraternity member? Absolutely. Yeah. Spent, I was there from <laughs> 2012 to... I don't know when I faded out of that. I stayed in grad school long enough. They just, I, I, I may have lectured in up. front of you one day about uh, about the, the, the uh, U- University of Florida student conduct and conflict resolution. Because I went through, I, went, I, went, I think I was there in 2010 or 2012, probably before your time, I was lecturing on how to stay out of trouble at UF. But so you went to UF, you joined AGR. AGR is the, is the farmer's uh, fraternity, for Ag lack fraternity, of a better That's it. Yep. And so, so uh, and then what happened after that? Stayed there for a while. Uh, Ended up in getting a four plus one degree, so basically for ag business, right? So you do your fourth year, your undergrad is the same as your first year of your master's program. So I was able to get that master's program or master's degree in just one year of the program, really, just because those overlapped for the year. Uh, finished that and really didn't know what I was going to do. I was working out there at Chief on Farm Supply, uh, selling feed at the time. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of trying to figure out what to do with my life. My brother had taken the LSAT. Uh, my older brother, and he's like, why don't you take it just to see how you do? Just see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of skeptical. I kind of went in there blind, took it. He did a little bit better than me, and that made me mad. So, <laughs> you know, a little bit of, of brotherly course. competition, of right? right? So I ended up taking it again, did really well, um, and I only applied to one school um, for the most part. You know, I sent out a couple others that I wasn't really serious about, but I got accepted everywhere. But, you know, frankly, if I couldn't go to UF, I wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, got in. Uh, started in 2015. So wow. Yep, and we were there for three years. I bounced around a bunch of different law, uh, different areas of law, trying to figure out what in the world I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the first uh, summer, I worked for Marty Smith uh, down in Ocala. I don't know if you know him or not, but okay, that was kind of a family connection. There are a bunch of farmers here locally too, right? Mm-hmm. So families dig cows. They did them with the Smiths. And then uh, Mr. Marty said, "Hey, I got to practice doing civil work down in Ocala. Come down to mm-hmm. Ocala. I did that mm-hmm. for one year." Uh, one summer uh, that they dealt mostly with at the time he's you know obviously represents a bunch of farmers down south florida but he also was doing some work with nursing homes at the time that's mm-hmm. what they would work on a little bit then um did that first summer uh to be honest with you i wasn't real excited about it i spent a lot of time in a cubicle you know doing stuff but you know they were very good to me there mm-hmm. not complaining about the opportunity just I, I didn't think that one was for me right right so then uh the following year i did uh what did I do next? Let me think here. I uh, I went to work for the county. I worked for uh, Levy County under Miss Annie Brown. Okay. Back when she was the county attorney, uh, kind of the same thing there. Like I said, great opportunity, but you know, wasn't real thrilled with it. Uh, also interned with the public defenders. What office. were you doing with the uh, the county's office? Just whatever they had at the time. That's when all the marijuana laws were changing. She had me looking into all that about where you could do dispensaries and this, that, and gotcha. the other. They also had a big deal going on with the Ten Commandments. They put the Ten Commandments up in front of the courthouse. I remember that. That was a big stink. So we did a lot of uh, legal research about that. Um, Well, the Ten Commandments are the original laws. As a lawyer, original law. Yeah, you, you, if you follow the Ten Commandments, you're probably going to be okay. (laughs) Well, right, but (laughs) it wasn't those folks that were upset. It was uh, the folks that didn't want to. They wanted to put up a bench, and that became a whole issue. They wanted either the Ten Commandments down, or they wanted to put up this bench, and it right. was a big back and forth between gotcha. two different groups there. Um, I'm sure there was separation of church and state arguments and all lots that. Lots of stuff. them. There yeah. was a ton. It, it was mm. it was a lot. Um, but in the midst of all that, Judge 
Smith, Joe Smith from yep. Levy County back right. in the day. Yep. He reached out to me. He said, Lot, I don't care what you end up doing, but promise me that you'll try to work for the state. Mm -hmm. He's like, just spend one summer doing it. He's like, if you if you don't like it, I'll, I'll never bother you about it again. Right. He said, I don't care if it's state attorney or public defender. So, well, all right. Kind of threw my name in the hat there and ended up at the public defender's office. Spent that summer there. Uh, the following little period after that, I, did, I tried the family law clinic. Uh, so I did uh, that for a year and ended up coming back to the public defender's office, ended up mm -hmm. working for Mike Graves down in the Fifth Circuit. So that's where we started. <laughs> and, and so you really enjoyed, I know you enjoyed your time uh, working at the public defender's office. For the listeners out there that may not be familiar with the legal system, the public defender's office was a, a you know, it's not an old institution. I think it was came about probably in the in the late sixties, early seventies, right? Sixty six or sixty eight when that when, ruling came. When uh, Get, Gideon v. Uh, Wainwright created the right uh, to counsel, and and it was constitutionally protected, and that means you get appointed counsel. And the uh, public defender's office is a, is a very under under appreciated office because what it does is it it really is the only way that our laws and our constitution can be upheld against uh, you know unbridled power the, and I you know I always tell people when they say about well the police are putting their lives on the line I say you know what they're the police are putting their lives on the line and God bless them uh, but the same uh, constitution that gave them power in article 3 is the same constitution that gives people a right uh, to a jury trial and a right to, to be presumed innocent and you know we, we got to respect the four corners of the document not just parts pick and choose parts of it and I think we're guilty of that, especially in this day and age. You, you got First Amendment rights being mitigated while you got Second Amendment rights getting pushed through. And oh, yeah. all of a sudden, we're like, okay, the Bill of the Rights, I mean, are the Bill of Rights the what Bill of Rights, or which ones are, are important, which ones aren't. But, but I don't want to interrupt too much. The, the fact is, is that the Public Defender's Office is an incredible opportunity because you get to hear stories about people that you may not have, uh, you know, grown up with, or you may, you know, you get to put yourself in a, another person's situation a little bit. It's uh, what, what they say in To Kill a, to kill a Mockingbird, you've never really, uh, you have to walk in someone else's skin to understand where they're coming from, and that's really difficult to do. So, uh, you know, I think that there's it's commendable you spent time there, and, and uh, you know, it's something that you felt like you were very good at and you were passionate about, right? Absolutely. I loved it. Um, you know, you talk about how, you know, necessity there, uh, you know, the right to have it, but Frankly, you know, they're also overworked and understaffed, right? I, right. I covered almost a thousand cases in the year that I was with Mr. Graves' office. That's that's a lot. And I was working, you know, every day. I was working mm -hmm. long days every day. Mm -hmm. Did that for almost a year. Um, during that time, I was I was still able to squeeze in some trials, right? I did mm -hmm. really well. Mr. Graves took care of me. He moved me up quite a few times. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, but I wanted to go home, so that's why you know I was driving almost an hour to work. I already had a house in Williston. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't going to stay down there, right? Right. And they knew that when I came in. And, you know, so they, you know, whenever I left, on great terms, you know, he's offered to take me back several times. But, you know, like I said, I was trying to get home. So I came back up to Gainesville and started mm -hmm. there with Miss Scott. Mm -hmm. Continued that for a few more years. So Stacy Scott, the public defender in the 8th Judicial Circuit. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so we continued that path and, you know, had some good trials here. At least here it was a little bit better uh, case file-wise. Right. I, right. I was able to, you know, get into an office where, uh, you know, I ended up having, you know, 100 and some odd cases at a time as opposed to, you know, 300. Right. Um, it just, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, they had 
trouble keeping somebody, you know, enough attorneys on staff down in Sumter County. I mean, mm -hmm. They had, you know, one attorney where they should have had two or three. Right. And that was not, you know, nobody's fault except for just, you know. System, you know, right? the, the funny, <laughs> the funny joke is this is the this is the funny joke. Uh, if you really know the system, and I, I was a prosecutor for, for four years in Daytona. I practiced criminal defense for, I mean, I still, I'll still do it if the money is right. <laughs> you know, the fee is high enough, I'll do it. I'm doing, some, I'm doing civil now. I'm doing more, more auto accident PI cases. But uh, I love doing criminal defense. I did that for, geez, uh, probably 11 years. And, and I can tell you, you know, you've heard, you heard these terms like public pretender or they're not a real attorney. Uh, there's a lot of public defenders I would rather have represent me than so-called so private attorneys that have never stepped into a courtroom, that don't understand the constitutional protections, that don't understand how to select a jury, that end up quivering in front of a, a public audience and uh, end up you know, losing the case simply because they don't have the experience and the, um, the backbone to do what's right. And when you're, uh, when you're working as an assistant public defender, you have to have uh, backbone, you have to know the rules of evidence, you have to know the rules of law, you have to deal with uh, client control. There's so many skills that you learn uh, in that office that you don't get to exercise Absolutely. anywhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know, I know very few people that have had the trial time that I've had just mm -hmm. because of that experience. Absolutely. Right? We're getting a trial about every month, you know, and outside of COVID. I mean, that was mm -hmm. a little period of it, but, you know, sometimes multiple in a month, right? And we have plenty of time to just crank them out and, and had a lot of success too, right? That's great. I mean, you know how hard it is to win a trial, uh, especially when you're picking up the file, you know, a week before and you're, and you're moving it. Yep. So that's, and that's where I got to know Yolanda, right? Yeah. So me and her picked up a bunch of them together. So Yolanda, for, for those of y'all that aren't familiar with our uh, law firm, is a dynamic young attorney with Meldon Law. Yolanda means uh, she is a, a rock star. And when she walks into a courtroom, she knows the bailiff. She knows the JA. She knows the judge. Everybody. Heck, heck, she, she knows, knows she knows everybody in Gainesville. So between Lot Bullock and Williston and Yolanda Means and Gainesville, we've got pretty much Alachua sure. County on lockdown and, and Levy County too. But so you, you and Yolanda worked a lot in the Gainesville office under, Absolutely. under, um, Stacy Scott, uh, trying cases and Absolutely. And, I remember we had a real funny one out of Archer, but I don't know how much I can say about that. Oh, well, <laughs> give us a little bit of a tease here then. So we, we had a guy initially came in charged with attempted murder, right? Uh -huh. uh, ran over a significant other. And uh, she comes to me and she says, hey, I, I know you spend a lot of time in Archer. She's like, the restaurant there in town, uh, they won't give us uh, the video of it. Like, it all happened right here in front of this restaurant. I said, listen. I know the man owns that restaurant. Like, we'll go up there and talk to him. I said, he'll give it to you. And we go up there, and he's like, it doesn't exist. You're right. And we have, you know, just police record on police record on police record saying it happened right there. So he ends up giving us this video where there's just, it's just nothing. It's just his parking lot all night. <laughs> wow. And so then it, you know, come, come to find out, we ended up walking this one all the way to the door. We ended up not even having to have the trial, but it went, started with attempted murder, wow. aggravated battery. Uh, domestic battery, right? Yeah. And we get to the door and we're like, you know, a deposition before all this, we ended up, it comes out that the victim had been on a variety of drugs and alcohol and whatever mm -hmm. else. And I don't know what happened, what didn't happen, but I can tell you this, it certainly didn't happen where she said, when she said, or how she said, or it'd have been on that video. It would have been on that video. <laughs> video tells a thousand words, right? Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. the videos are, we have a lot of cases now with videos, body cam cams and car videos. 
And uh, whenever I have a client that wants to know how it's going to go in trial, I say, why don't you come into my office? We'll watch the video together. And we'll sit there across and we'll watch the video. Very revealing. And then afterwards we'll be like, well, what do you want to do? Because I think I'm pretty persuasive. I, I, I like to think I'm likable. I can make some arguments. But that is going to come in. So no matter what I say, <laughs> that video is playing. Um, and then speaking of, uh, you know, Yolanda, we also have another uh, attorney that has just, uh, he still, you know, can dabble in the criminal field, uh, Ian Pickens, uh, who's oh, yeah. working in our PI department. He's running our, he's a managing attorney in, in our Ocala office. Um, and he's been with us for, gosh, almost six years now. I, I hired him when I was a defense uh, lawyer, and I, he was a prosecutor in, in Ocala, and it was the only reasonable one that would uh, work with me. So I said, why don't you come on, uh, come on on my side? But, but you and uh, my understanding is you and Ian went uh, hunting this past uh, weekend. Oh, yeah. We went and tried to get a turkey. We weren't real lucky, but I'm going to try to take him again. He was driving to Georgia to shoot turkeys a few weeks ago. When I was talking to him, I was like, why are you doing that? And we can go right there in Williston. <laughs> so did, tell me how, so you guys didn't get any uh, shots off, huh? No, no. We had a couple of hens on us, but we never even got a, nothing that was legal in sight. So. Wow. One of those days. <laughs> well, Ian, Ian says that he was, a, he, when we hired him, he's a, he comes from a long lineage, too. He comes from the Pickens uh, family, which... Colonel Pickens up in South Carolina, there's a, there actually where Clemson is, that, that county's right. named after him. He was a, a very famous uh, Confederate uh, soldier in the Civil War. But um, Pickens, uh, I think he's throughout Florida, uh, Flagler um, near uh, Palaka. So between Yolanda and Lott and, and um, Ian, we've got a lot of generations of people right in North Central Florida. But, but regardless, he was telling me he was a country lawyer until we found out we hired Lot. And he's like, well, Lot's out countries me by a mile. So I'm no longer the, the law firm's country lawyer. So uh, you got him beat in that department. One of you around here that dog hunts, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, but I'm glad that you guys got out there and, and had a good time regardless. And a little bit closer than Georgia. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, so we got some, you know, the, the, the funny part about the um, the profession that we're in is that it doesn't matter what your you know your your race, creed, color, um, sex is. You know, if you're uh, a trial attorney, you recognize another trial attorney. You know, you got to be a little bit fearless. You got to be a little bit crazy. Uh, you got it's it's kind of a it's a it, it's a little bit of a um, what do they call that a contradiction because you have to be insecure enough to always want to work on those cases Absolutely. because you you know there's always work to be done but you also have to be confident enough to be able to walk in and deliver uh, when the uh, you got you know the full the play the, the base is loaded and and it's three two count you got to you got to hit the home run right well I, it's funny the way I describe it to a lot of my friends are like what do you like about trials like that seems like you know you got to put yourself out there's like the anxiety. Yeah. People are like anxiety. What do you mean? I'm like, well, you know, I'll spend a week, two weeks stressing about, you know, every. I try to think through every argument that I can, because I don't want to be caught off guard, right? But you also got to be willing to present that to six people you've never met before, right? Yep. So it's just a lot of. There's a lot of anxiety there, and like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if there's such thing as a healthy anxiety, but like, I live for it. I love it. I, you, know? you know, and you're exactly right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but the the way I the the, the moment I knew I was going to be a trial lawyer, not just because I didn't know what kind of lawyer I was going to be. I, I came from a family of trial lawyers, but I I was looking at some other stuff opportunities too, maybe in house counsel. I don't know what I was going to do. Maybe get a law degree and be a businessman. But I walked into the um, LSATs. You're talking about the LSATs earlier. LSATs oh, yeah. are the admission uh, entry test for. Um, college graduates that may want to go to law school. And when I was doing it, it was, 
G, probably 92,000. It was 20, 23, 22 years ago. Everybody did it in person. There was none of this computer junk. You had a piece of paper, you had your pencil, oh, and you yeah. filled it out. And um, I walked in, I sat down, everybody started getting nervous. I was ready to go. I look over and there's a, there's a, a, a person throwing up uh, on the end of the table. <laughs> I mean, vomiting like profusely. And I'm like, I feel fine. I was like, I know I'm ready to go. And at that point I knew that the ner- like when, when I wasn't nervous going through those exams or the bar exams and all that stuff. And I, and it's like you said, you kind of get focused in, you get, you get that nervous excitement, that anxiety where you're like, you're, you're ready to go. And you know, for whatever, however much time it is, there's nowhere else where you're going to be. So you, you make yourself comfortable and you have some, you, you tell the best, you have an opportunity to, to, to basically, I mean, here's the secret about trial lawyers. We're also a little bit egotistical because for about a week, people have to listen to us speak, which, you know, at home, you don't get, I, my, I don't know about you, but my girlfriend ain't listening to me uh, all the time at home uh, like the jury has to for, for a week. i anything that'll sit still long enough to have a conversation. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> I got so, a buddy, Josh. He said, we drove to Palatka to pick up a dog one time. He said, lot. So the easiest thing all I had to do was acknowledge that you were talking and you just keep talking. <laughs> yep, you got it, you got it. And so, you know, so a lot, uh, I think the time is just running quickly, but I want to talk a little bit about um, this festival that you're going to be at uh, upcoming in Williston. Why don't you tell, t- tell us a little bit about it, the Making Bacon. Or... So, you know, I don't know a whole lot about it, to be honest. I'm pretty excited to get right. to know a little bit about it. Uh, I know they do it every year right there, uh, Heritage Park. I know it's right there in town under the pavilion when you come into Williston. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding is it's growing more and more every year. Um, I know the guy, Bill Foster, that is you know, helping promote that thing. Um, sounds like he puts on some pretty quality events, to my knowledge, right? Um, so I'm actually pretty excited to see what it's all about. And so what do you do as a judge? What do you, what are you eating? I don't know yet. I guess I'll find out when I get there. I know it's, it's something, all bacon based. It's something about bacon. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Bacon based. And, uh, so, so that's, that's kind of cool. You get to go back to Williston and, oh, yeah. and be a, a judge and, and check it out. Uh, most exciting part, right? To get to be part of, part of home, right? Everything I've done has kept me a little bit away from home. This is the first time I've been able to be back to be part of that, you know, get to, you know, see all, all the familiar faces, right? It's, but, that's what we want you. We want you to be be out there and having fun and, and introducing yourself to people and spreading that Melton Law gospel, for That's lack right. of a That's better right. word, right? <laughs> All right. So we got uh, how much time do we have left? Are we are we two more minutes? Okay, we got a couple minutes left. Is there anything um, you want to talk about in terms of? I know you were at the the, the uh, public defender's office and you worked for uh, 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 did some personal injury for a while. You came yeah. back here. Uh, right now, law is focused in on criminal defense. He is going to be working his butt off uh, on making Absolutely. sure that our clients are getting top-notch representation. I can tell you uh, the resources that we have in Gainesville are second to none. Uh, we've got a, a you know five, six uh, trial lawyers that have all tried cases and criminal cases in, in our office. Lots which of cases. I don't yeah, think I don't think that there's many that have that. So. The benefit is that we have we can you know get a mind meld and figure out what we to do, yeah, we need I've, to do. I've done you know this is going to be the third place I've done criminal defense work and I don't think I've ever had the support staff I've got now yeah. ever anywhere. Well, you know. we we so. we want to make sure that you're that you uh, are able to continue to represent our clients the way that that uh, our reputation is and Absolutely. and, and it, you know what <laughs> what we've learned is that it's really important to hire the best and the brightest. And uh, we think we have that. We know we have that here with Lot Bullock. So uh, we've got about 15 seconds left. Lot, uh, do you want to um, say anything before we leave? Any words of wisdom or anything? 
Not much. All right. You know, if y'all ever need anything, give us a call. Go Gators. There you go. Go Gators. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Sorry we were a little bit late today, and we'll catch you uh, next Tuesday at Melden Law and Friends. Jesus. Yeah. Man, you got